Welcome back to Off the Deep End. It is risen from the dead. Risen from the dead. It is insane. First off, first, yeah, first of all, um, this is not going to be a continuous thing. Quick updates. I now have a full-time job in music, which is really exciting. But Yay, also makes we all me, knew she was. Woo-hoo. But also makes me incredibly busy. Just incredibly busy. I barely have time for what I do. As and of when now. she does have time, she's helping me out with my music career I'm actually, I just put out an EP, as you guys know from the title of this, um, and basically, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I don't remember how to do this, guys. I literally, have we haven't done this in a long time, and all we did was turn on the microphone and start talking, so forgive the rustiness of this podcast. Of it's this been podcast. forever. It's been so long, but I really wanted to make one because I thought it felt right. So basically, I'm, I'm going to give a little rundown on what this is. I am the interviewer in this case, and Kami is the person who is being inter- interviewed. interviewed. Interviewee. Interviewee. Wow. Um, English words. And we just thought since this has been such a big moment in Kami's life that we would document it with like a little podcast and a little rundown. Yes, because let me say something really quick. Um, I'm not good at Instagram and or social media, and I feel like I... You know, I wanted to do something where I could actually talk more about everything that I've done in the process. And I was like, Manu, please interview me on our dead podcast so that we could, so that I could actually talk um, thoroughly, I guess, about what I've been doing these past few months. Alrighty, so I guess we'll run the intro. Yes. It's back. Guys, if you heard zero intro, it's because Kami accidentally deleted the intro. But if you heard it, wow, we're great. Right. Beautiful. If you amazing. heard it, amazing. I found the intro. If you didn't, I'm so sorry. It's been so long. I don't know my computer has the intro anymore. So, okay. I'm just going to start this <laughs> off. First of all, I want to give a little introduction. Um, the person that we are interviewing today is Camila, my best friend. Uh, one of the most important people in my life. And I'm so proud of her and everything that she's done. But most importantly... We're going to, you know, remove remove the idea that this is Camila because this is now La Cami. This is La Cami this, has entered the chat. She has entered the chat. This is La Cami's first interview and it's so exciting for her. So I guess we're just going to go off the bat and start with the questions. I guess the Amazing. most important one is when did you decide to pursue this career? What changed? Okay. Wow. Okay. By the way, guys, Manu did not prep me at all, so this is really just all coming out of, like, wow, okay, questions. Um, but basically, um, the way I remember it now, because it's obviously fuzzy because I've done so much, but um, I was in a weird mental funk at the start of this year. Um, I thought I was going to go into law school, which is crazy, and not that many people know that, but I'm, you know, I'm going to admit it here. Oh my God, sorry, guys, English knowing two languages is hard um and basically um you know I was kind of stuck between doing law school and I actually thought I was gonna go through with it I actually took the LSAT which was really hard and I don't want to remember that day ever again but I did take it and I I just um in the process of studying for that and kind of figure trying to figure out what I was gonna do before graduating which is I graduated in May from college I kind of hit a point of like why am I 
not doing what I actually want to do and what I've always wanted to do and I've always this question probably comes up a few times a year for me always in the past especially since I started college but I never really I guess like I, I guess I would think about it get depressed and then move on and not um actually do anything about it and this year it just felt really different like I felt like I can actually do something about it and and go for it and make my own music and I, I don't know it was kind of around March right before I took the LSAT and I, I posted a cover to Twitter and actually my uncle sent me a text and was like why aren't you pursuing singing if all you do is post about singing and, and do things in music and not like why are you not doing that like it doesn't make any sense to me and this is just me being super blunt with you and like that text kind of stuck with me a lot and I remember sending it to you Manu and being like what the heck do you think of this because I'm at a loss and it, this was literally at a time where I was studying for the LSAT thinking I'm taking the LSAT going to law school and then I'm also getting this text from my uncle and I kind of was like okay um yeah I'm I don't know and I kind of just was like you know what I'm gonna I'm just gonna try to pursue this and I I, I went through it with my mind I think I was like a little fuzzy about it for like two weeks and then I finally was like okay I'm gonna go for it I'm, I'm gonna try to find a producer I'm gonna try to make music and I'm just gonna go for it and ever since then I, I literally just haven't looked back like I've just been going forward and getting you know trying to like do extra st like more steps forward and I just I don't know I just decided like I just felt like I'm actually gonna do it and I, and I started <laughs> like I don't know it was really weird I just want to say that I remember when Gami went through her whole law phase and I was like oh this is her mental breakdown like this is it she really thinks Manu she's literally go refers this. to it as my mental that is breakdown. like her mental breakdown she's had a lot of existential crisis with me but like that is her defined mental breakdown to me and when she got that text and she sent it to me I literally didn't know how to respond I think that was the most careful I've ever been with my words in my yeah. life I didn't want her upset her. I didn't want her to think that I was not supporting her through like her weird law decision but also I was like oh my god can you please listen to your uncle because like he's actually speaking like the truth, the truth. right now and I knew it was the truth which is crazy and like this this last year it feels like it's been the most honest you've been with yourself 100% because before then you'd be like no I can't do that like you would convince yourself to do other things but then you right. ended up hating it it always felt like I was convincing myself and then hating it and being like I can't be good at anything like I'm not good at anything or like I'm not I can't find something that I either want to do nor I'm good at like that was always the the problem and it, it was something that affected you not only at least I feel like emotionally but just like with the way you carried yourself 100% everywhere like and then people had the stigma about you because you had this attitude towards life and it in reality it was just like you couldn't have a positive attitude when you were honestly holding yourself back as much as you were exactly and like, that's exactly how I felt and like as you've spoken to me before like even if this doesn't go where you want it to go at least I'm proud that you're trying 100% because if not you, you'd live with this if I knew whenever I would think about these things that it was going to feel this good I would have done it a long time ago but I also just trust the imagine timing. if you were 50 and you never tried exactly exactly and I mean I just can't imagine now that I've started doing this and started you know putting music out and like now that I'm all the things that I have coming up I can't imagine not doing it like I'm like these last few months have felt like like years in the sense of like my brain has been so changed and stimulated and kind of I don't even know like I just You've feel like a lot a new person in the weird like I feel like the same person but a person that's actually confident for once and happy with what they're doing Mm -hmm. which is so funny because all I've done before is try to do stuff that'll probably please other people 
that I know or try to like make an image or like that I have, you know, my shit together or whatever. And all I did was be upset, not like it, hate it. And then have everybody be like, this girl's so indecisive. And now it's just completely different. Like it's the opposite, which is crazy. But I mean, it's so it exciting is. to see you now going on this journey. But I, I just, I didn't even know why Lakami? Why, why go with that name? <laughs> okay. Well, so, um, I guess there's a few reasons why, but um, first of all, I was like, okay, I, I don't think Camila Yanis is like a stage name. Like, I don't feel like my full name is a stage name. Um, I don't, it's not like I don't like my name, but I just didn't feel like it was a stage name. Also, I have a slight bit of paranoia. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I think I know more man who knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> I have a slight paranoia because Miss Lovely and talented Camila Cabello also has my first name and we're both from Miami and there's just 20 similarities and I was like you know what I the first name being the same is like really throwing me off um but um not only just that it really was mainly that I felt like I kind of wanted a cooler name <laughs> not just the Camila Cabello thing but um and then I just was like, okay, I'm going to write down my name on a list and see what I can come up with, like something similar to it. I don't know. And then I remember I made a list and I was like, I don't even know where the list is. It's probably somewhere on my phone, but um, on my notes where everything is. But um, I remember I would put like Kami and then La and then like I would add weird things to it and morph. And then all of a sudden um, La Kami was there and I was like, hmm, La Kami. Okay, interesting because it's my name. But with the L-A in the front, but it's also like La Cami, like in Spanish, like if you were calling me like the Cami. So I was like, okay, that's kind of a cool, like it has a cool thing to it. And now I like it's really stuck with people and I like I really like it. And I'm really happy that I chose that name because I remember when you sent it to me, I was like, this is a little weird. But yeah. now it's like, how can you not be La Cami? Right. That's how I felt too. When I first sent it to you, I'm like, I, 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 it wasn't like an instant like, oh my God, love. You know, it was a very like, hmm. How do I feel about this? Like it was, a, it was weird. And then I was like, no, but I really like the fact that it's my first name, but with the L A in the front because it's Camila, la Cami, and then it's also like Spanish. So it kind of worked, even though I'm not like a mainly Spanish singer. But I just thought it would be kind of cool to be like la Cami. So that's where the name came from, honestly, and just wanting a diff- wanting a stage name. So that's where it came from, <laughs> and I just rolled with it. I think next we should really talk about the music that you've created in, I guess, what, the last six months? Um, well, it depends. I mean, right. you, I did you, start you've been I doing did, some I, so stuff. I've, yes, once I started working with the producer, it was in March. I don't know how long ago March was. March, April, May, June, July, August. No, don't remember. Eight months ago, actually. Yeah. That's when I started working with um, my producer. Shout out to Kevon. <laughs> He's a rock star. Yes. And my favorite thing in interviews when I listen to artists is is the origin story of the music. Same. How, how did it come? Like, did it start with songwriting? Did it start with the melody? Like, what what was the process? Oof, girl, Maybe depends should... the song. That's why I thought the fun thing to do now is go through each song on the set. Okay. On the set. Sorry. On the it's EP. okay. Guys, we're tired. <laughs> On the EP and, and give a little run through. Just give your thoughts on each one and like for give sure. some little insight for everyone. So the first song would be Hold Me Close. How yes. did that come about? So, okay. So Hold Me Close came about, I believe, I said it on my Instagram when I promoted it. But um, I believe it was a year and a half ago. 
Um, yeah, because it was early 2018. I was sitting on my piano and that song, all I remember from it was it me being like, I haven't written a song in a long time. I want to write a song. And then I started playing chords on my piano and then the words just came to me. Like, hold me close in the middle of dawn, which is the first lyric, um, is just came to me. And then the rest of the first verse came to me, like literally like just came to me. Like I just started writing it and I was like, oh, this, this sounds good. Like this is so interesting. So it kind of just wrote itself. Yeah. Like the first, a lot of my songs write themselves because I'm not a frequent writer. Like I'm very like. I have a moment and then I open my phone and I write notes and then I create a song, but it doesn't happen very often for me. So that one was kind of like that, except I, I, that one was more intentional in the sense that I wanted to sit down and, and actually write a song. Um, and that, that the first verse came super easily. So I knew I had the base of it. And then I think around a month or a month and a half later, I sat down to finish the second verse and, um, Because I was like, I had just written the first verse and I was like, oh, I like this. I'm going to keep going with it. And then I wrote the second verse and I was like, okay, this song feels finished. And no matter how many times I went back to it now, recently, like this year to record it, I was like, no, I, I actually like this, you know, for an intro, for an interlude. Like I really liked um, how it felt really short and not having a chorus and a whole full built, you know, generic mm-hmm. or general song, I mean. Um, it wasn't so, structured like right, a typical song. Right, it wasn't, right. So I really liked that about it. And it was honestly just like, like it's, it was just inspired by like life, like in general, like it was inspired by like, I, it wasn't a person or a, like, it wasn't something that I'm like, oh, I saw a movie or anything. I just like wrote it. And I was like, oh, I, I really like how this sounds and I'm, I'm going to write it. And that, that's how that came about. And it was the first time that I actually thought, wow, this is a really pretty melody that I created. And it sounds like really nice. And I, Every time I hear it, even now, like when I'm pr like practicing it and stuff, like I'm like, oh my God, like I actually like think this is really nice. And I've written other songs before that I listen to them back and I'm like, this sucks. Um, so I, I really think that Hold Me Close is like the first song that I wrote. It's the first song that I wrote for the entire EP because I wrote it before I ever thought of having an EP. So right. I, and I you just, just kind of sat wrote, with right it. And I showed it to my friends and my friends were like, oh my God, this is good. So... I obviously included it because I was like, oh, this has never been released, so I'm going to include it in my EP. And I love how short it is. I love that it's like the intro of the EP. I think it's really fitting, Thank especially you. with like you musically and everything that you love about music. Yeah. It fits really well with you. Thanks. And I guess ne next song is your first single. My first single. Mad. Mad. Ugh, my baby. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Me and Mad have a complicated relationship. <laughs> I don't know why, but um, I... So mad. Okay, so mad has a very vivid memory. Um, I wrote mad in March this year, which is when I decided to contact um, post breakdown. To, right, post breakdown. Post me telling my mom who has heard everything come out of me this year, especially earlier this year, and me telling my mom that um, I'm gonna pursue music and I'm gonna do music and I don't know how and I don't know what I'm gonna do, but it was just like I'm gonna do something. <laughs> And um, I remember like a week had passed and I was sitting on the couch next to my mother. She was watching the TV and I was like, I am so crazy right now. I'm about to take the LSAT that I'm just taking to please my mother. And I'm about to try to do music and had zero idea of how I was going to structure any of this. Like imagine, like just imagine a, an idea popping into your mind. And I was like, 
I literally said to myself, like, am I crazy? And then I was like, oh my God, I'm going to write that on my notes. And like, that sounds really corny, but I literally was just like, am I crazy? And then I was like, have I lost my mind? I think I might have. And I was like, oh my God, I'm writing a song and what the heck is happening? <laughs> and then I went to my piano and I was like, I'm going to write a song because I'm so angry, but I'm also like, I feel really crazy. Like, what the hell am I doing? So I went to the piano and I wrote, I think I wrote, um, I think I wrote the whole entire first verse, if I'm not mistaken um it's usually how it happens i wrote the first verse with the piano and then the chorus i played around with a lot of stuff for like the man for that um i was just playing the chords over and over again and i knew i wanted it to to say mad oh i also the pre-chorus too which uh, side note is a lot of people's favorite part of the song the that's what is in my life such a drag that part um is um, I wrote that too and then I, I started coming up with um, melodies for the chorus and I think I was like for 30-40 minutes trying to come up with something that I was like okay this could actually like be a good melody for the song and then that doing that inspired me to actually contact um, a producer like I was like oh my god I, I think I want to record this one because obviously before that like with Hold Me Close it was just a piano a song I would play on the piano for my friends like right. it wasn't something I actually you wanted like, to I want to make something out of this exactly like it wasn't like I wanted to make something out of it or you know speaking of them. your producer tell us how you found it yes so I actually found him, found him. <laughs> sorry <It's>... Kevon <laughs> so I actually found Kevon through um Grammy U which is a group that the Grammys, um, it's like a university, like a membership. membership that you do um, when you're in college, you can join and it's basically a community and there's chapters all around the US. You have to, by the way, cities. be part of the, a music business program. Yes, you have to be part of a music business program in school and I was because I was doing a minor in music business. So I applied and I got accepted and it's just a super cool community of people who want to work in music and um, they had recently opened a Facebook group and... I joined the Facebook group and I saw that people in the Facebook group were like, hey, I need a songwriter. Hey, I need a producer. So I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, that's Manu's phone. Yay, I J can Balvin. place money that it's my mother. And we're back. It was Manu's mom. <laughs> um, um, so I don't know what I was saying. So basically, yeah. So I... I, um, I you went on the Facebook page. So I went on the Facebook page and I posted, hey, I need a, a producer for my... Um, I'm going to make an EP and I need a producer, basically. And I got a few comments and um, basically I went with Kevon. Long story short, I, I talked to a few people and I went with Kevon and yeah, he produced and mixed my entire EP, but I, I'm so happy that I had that group because I, you know, I posted on there and that's how I, I was able to reach out to him and we worked together. And something that I really love about this story as someone that like was in Grammy U and had my internship with the Grammys was that I don't think people take it seriously how great of a community is for people who are... So great. Everyone's in their beginning stages. Everyone. So I think that's great that your first project is also with someone that is starting off. I loved that, yes. It's a very collaborative thing for both of you. Like, obviously, you paid Kevon for his work. But with that said, it's something for his portfolio. And it's just... It's great to see everyone... In, in this stage of their lives. I lo- that's what I loved other. about Grammy U. That you would meet with the people and everybody's like just starting off like everybody's either just doing internships or like whatever and, and you know that their intentions are really just the same consent as you like they just want to make it music they're not exactly. trying to screw you. like Kevon wasn't trying to screw you over of, no of course not exactly of course so. not it was a very collaborative thing and he's been so he was like he was such a good like first producer to ever work with especially for me like not knowing like i could have gotten like excuse my french but fucked over and i could have like paid a lot and either like not worked with anyone 
you know, that like would have even understood what I wanted to do or like tried to put in to like, you know what I mean? Like just a lot of work and you, yeah, we were very, we put in a lot of work. He was so patient, you know, he worked with me until I was happy with it and he was always super good about it. And we were just like, we we worked really well together and I'm very thankful for that because it could have gone really bad and I wouldn't even be here right now because I wouldn't have any songs. And one of the most important things about a producer or songwriters or people that work with artists is helping that artist get that vision across. Yeah. And I think Kevon helped get that for 100%. Especially for me, like, I've never done this. And I was like, okay, let me get a producer and let me make an EP, you know, all like all on my own. And like, I was, you know, I was like, I don't even know what to expect. Like, how does this work? You know, like I learned so much in the process, but I didn't know what to expect. And it, it, it went like way like no matter what happens in my future like I'm always gonna think back at my experience with him and making the songs that I made like as a really good experience and learning experience too and that's great yeah it's really good I'm really um happy about that so the next song that I want to touch on is now one of my favorite songs of the EP (laughs) explain why now (laughs) is the motions and i will give my explanation now that when that song was sent to me first time as a draft as a demo it was not sent to me at the best version of it and i was like gummy this is okay but like really like but now at the final i'm like wait no she kind of bangs i love her She's my baby boo. I love emotions. <laughs> Manu loves the motions. I love. I have emotions. a lot of motions fans. She has stands. Yeah, she does. Stands. She has a lot. She has a lot. She also has a lot of questions. So she tell has us a lot about of questions. The motions. So I'll tell you about the motions. The motions. I think the motions was written. Um, I want to say sometime in the summer. It's it's also it's so so it's so fuzzy right now. But I was already working with Kevon. Mad was already recorded for sure. Um, I think Tevelvi and Mal might have already kind of been in the works too. So I think it was kind of, yeah, it was somewhere around there. And I was, I don't remember. I, I obviously was sad, obviously. Um, side note, I love sad songs. And it's so funny because ever since I started doing this and like actually promoting my music, um, I haven't been like that sad, which is good, but I feel like I was in such sad moods earlier this year that, um, okay, sorry, continue. Sorry, little technical difficulty, but, um, I was kind of in a weird funk and I, and I remember I got into the shower and this is another song. I have never had a song so like completely pour out of me, like first verse, chorus second verse like pre-chorus like I'm talking like the whole song I was in the shower and I just started thinking about all the people that I feel like I was in a just imagine like you feel like like everyone's like kind of let you down it's just one of those moods and I just felt like writing about it and I got my phone as I was in the shower I was washing my hair literally remember and I um just started writing it on my phone, on my notes. That's how I write most of my songs. Yeah, no, actually all of them. I don't think I've ever not written a song on, on my notes on my phone. And um, I wrote all of it right away. And it's so funny because now that it's released, um, everyone's like, who's this about? Who's this about? Like, everybody's always like, who's this about? And I'm just like, no, like, first of all, I'm not gonna start revealing who my songs are about because I just don't think it's um, very... Okay, guys, sorry. That was me again. Second interruption. It's how Manu's computer was dying, and that's where she has her little outline for this podcast, so it couldn't die. 
anyway so to just wrap up basically i was saying that um the song kind of started off with me thinking about like specific people that i feel have either like i don't know like let me down or that we don't have a relationship anymore that like something like we've grown apart it was just a lot of like me feeling bad for myself and i was like you know what i'm gonna let it all out and then i just felt like it was really pretty and raw and like actually really vulnerable and i'm not very vulnerable like with my words and with people so i thought that the song was a really good like like representation of my brain and how i can you know be very um sappy and sad at times not sappy that's the wrong word i am really bad at using adjectives when i'm thinking but um i meant sad so um but yeah i I wrote it on the piano and um when i spoke to kevon my producer about it i was like i want it to be like really simple but kind of sound like orchestral and we 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 did it it was pretty easy to record because i had everything written out and so like I basically he he made the production of it and I loved it and we we recorded it so it was a really nice experience but yes I'm not gonna say who the song's about and also now that the song is out and has a life of its own it's not really about anyone anymore because I'm not in that place anymore I was when I wrote it but it's basically just a song that you can kind of go back to when you feel like you you've know? been in that place yeah like you've been in that place like that you feel like that moment. you miss someone or you you feel like you can't believe that someone you were so close to kind of like is not in your life anymore and just like when you can you know getting your feels really badly you can listen to the motions because when you want a sad banger yeah when you want a sad banger like manu likes to call them you can go to the motions and that's why i think it's really special and resonates with people because everyone feels like that at some point like everybody's always like man this really hit hard right now like damn like you got us in your in our feels like the response to that song has been really good and funny but like not that good because it's sad but you know i get it's good it's good it's good speaking of bangers song you struggled so much with oh my god was the hardest song to perfect on this ep it was my biggest headache okay like if i could take you guys on a journey i could do a separate podcast on how hard it was to get Mal to where Mal is right now okay it went through like seven edits if kevon's listening to this he is the only person who understands this because it was tragic um actually started from a garage band song i had from high school that I thought had a really good beat and I showed it to Kevon and he was like, oh my God, I think I can kind of like mess with this and like make it into like a Spanish thing because it was really important for me for at least one of the songs to have some sort of, you know, Latin flair to it because obviously I, I'm, I'm obviously Cuban-American and I wanted at least one of my songs in this EP to have some, you know, Latin flair to it. So I I wanted to do that and Kevon was like, oh, this is probably the best song to do that with because I feel like I can turn this beat from Garage Band into a Spanish thing. So I was like, oh my god, yeah, super cool. So when he sent me the beat, I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. But it was that one was really hard for me because usually I write the song and come up with it in the piano, but Te Veo Mal was like a beat that came from Garage Band that he morphed into a Latin beat, and then I was like, what do I do with this? <laughs> I was very like, what do I do with this? Like, I, I kind of know what I want to talk about, but I, I have to like kind of force myself but to I write mean, it. it was challenging, it. so I guess... Oh, it-, it was amazing. Yeah, it was challenging, and I feel like it turned out super fun, and it's like a fun bop, but like it was, it was, it was really hard because... Um, 
while I, when I was trying to write it, I was like, what do I want to write about and whatever. And then I kept trying to like jot down notes and I felt like total writer's block because I was like, what the heck am I going to say? Like, I don't, I don't know how I want to say this, what I want to say, like, how am I going to make this fun? Like there's, the beat had such a good potential that I was like, I can't let it down <laughs> in a weird way. And, um, so then I finally, I think the first thing I came up with was for that I think a few lines from the chorus it was very sporadic with Teo y Mal it was like a few lines from the chorus um a few lines from like the intro and then the Te veo bien mal was you know my concept like I wanted it to be called and like Se te veo bien mal with claps like that was all like a very beginning stage thing but then from there I obviously worked with Kevon and then he like co-wrote it with me and we got it somewhere and then it went through like so many editing processes. It was really simple at first, and like the it was very hard to get the vocals. Was the recording process at the least recording, fun? recording it wasn't fun until I saw like it was getting better because there was a point that I texted Kevon and I was like, "This sounds so bad. I can't. I can't. I don't know what to do with it." And I remember I texted you about it. and I was like, "This sounds awful. Like this song, it's, it's just terrible. Like I can't." do anything with it and it was um, it wasn't even that you were with me and you were telling me you were at my house I remember and you were telling me like I have this song that's not finished I don't even want to show it to you because it's so bad I was like and you I'm, hear this you're gonna I'm make like, fun of me and I'm literally <laughs> texting my producer about how this is not up to par yeah, I felt so bad but I was like I, I had like a little panic attack about the volume mal because I was like I couldn't figure out the right um melody for the verses and then it was like it was slowly coming together but it took longer than everything else on this and finally towards the end um the last few mixes they started to like show potential and then i think it wasn't until i recorded all the ad libs and like made it a lot more fun and like and kevon added like a lot of fun like like little i don't know like effects and moments in the song that i didn't feel like it was you know i was like okay like this is fun now like, I kind of like it. And I struggled for a very, very long time, like, hearing it a million times. And I was like, I, I still don't know if this is good. But thankfully, I would show it to a lot of my friends, and they, they really liked it. My and reaction. Then, yeah, Manuel was like, this is your best song. And I was like, and it wasn't even the final mix. And I was like, what? It was really funny, because she hadn't heard. Obviously, the EP wasn't done yet. It was, like, the third song I think I recorded. But So, yeah, but Te Veo Bien Mal has become a little, like, bop. And now all I do is say Te Veo Bien Mal to people, and my mom does too. And everybody's like, bueno, Te Veo Bien Mal. So it's like a little slogan of mine at this point. So it's a little stamp <laughs> in my uh, little career. So it's pretty, it's fun. And it's just so fun. Like, it's just... It's just sassy. It's, it's great. so sassy because I am very sassy. Very sassy. And this is a very good representation of my sassiness. And to all the Miami... Um, folks boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, this, is, this is for you guys. So the last song on the EP is Won't End Tonight, which was very different toward than everything else that was on it. Yeah. Um, she's the EDM track. You like to call it a dance track. It's but. a dance track. Manuel likes to call it the EDM track. Whatever. Sure. <laughs> So tell us about that one. So, Won't End Tonight was the last song. I think I recorded it the day before we went to Lollapalooza. Like, not even joking. Or two days before that I, Kevon was like, we need to finish up this EP. And we still have one song. Um, and I was like, oh my god. Yes, like the way that Won't End Tonight came about is just the funniest thing in the entire world. Because I knew I wanted a dance record. We had already established that. But I was like... I don't know what I'm gonna like write for this song like I was very 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 I was like I want it to be a fun going out song that's all I had in my mind I was like I want it to be a sad a, a fun going out song <laughs> that was my main um 
thing and he was like okay yeah and I, want, I was like I want it to be fun because you know most of the songs besides Deo y Mal are a little slower which is more of my thing but I also wanted it to be you know a diverse EP and I love dance records like I love hearing them I just didn't think I could like come up with one or do one you know at all but I did want to do it I did want to try so I I we we crunch timed one end tonight which is so funny because it's a lot of people's favorite and i love like when i hear that song loud i'm like oh my god this is so fun like it has such a good beat like kevon killed the production on that like, no, he, he did. killed he killed it he killed the production on one end tonight like that's why it's so good and also just like lyrically it's so fun and it's just about like literally like having fun and having a really like fun night that you're like i don't want it to end like you know, like my night's not gonna end. Like that's it's just it's lighthearted. It's it's fun. really literal, but it's it's really great. literal. Like it's but really literal, but it's like in your face. It's in your face fun dance song. Like that's what it is. And I wanted it to be super different from all the other ones because I wanted it to show you know something different. So that's that's how Won't End Tonight came about. And we recorded it, and he worked the hell out of it, and it came out really fun. And I love that song. So that's that's that was the last song recorded, the last song on the EP. And it just felt right to put it where it is and to talk about it last because it was the last thing. It was I finished everything in July. So at the end of July. And um, do you remember when we were coming up with the EP name? Oh. We actually did that together. We did. That's my we one did. contribution oh my God, musically. That's right. I literally forgot. It's just been so much. Um, but yes, I remember that. And you know what's funny about naming my EP Dynamics is that I wrote that name a year ago on my notes when I was like, maybe I should do an EP. And this was in 2018. And I was like, maybe I should do an EP. And I kind of liked the name Dynamics. And then I like deleted that from my brain. And then... And then I remember texting like, what are you like? like, We were thinking of names that meant like a bunch of different sounds together because that's that's what this EP is. Yeah. It's it's a very like... It's a learning EP, if that makes any sense. It is. It's like... It's literally a learning EP. It's your baby in that sense. It's my baby in that sense. It's like, oh, this is like real-time me, like, doing this for the first time and, like, showcasing it kind and of And a thing. lot of people don't show their first body of work like At this. At all. And I think it's really cool and raw that you have this to look back because, obviously, whatever you come up with after this is going to be probably, like... I hope so. That's the goal. Even better. I, mean, but, I think so, yeah. But, like, I think this is a good baby bo- bottle, like, body of work. <laughs> baby, bo- bottle body, baby, baby bottle pop? Baby bottle pop. <laughs> baby body of work to have under... I, I don't know. I, I like nostalgic things and when you can look back and Me see too. people's growth. And I think that's what's really great about this. And I think the name is so very fitting. So very fitting. I mean, I had that name written down because not only... Like, it's just dynamics has so many meanings to me because dynamics just in general in music particularly dynamics means like you know when when I played piano let me go to that story when I played the piano my lovely piano teacher Janet um always wrote on my paper you need to add more dynamics you need to add more dynamics because I would play the song really flat and it would be like really like she's like you need to slow down here you need to play this more with you know this with that it just depended like you need to add dynamics to it so dynamics is always a word that stuck you can't with just me. play it through yeah you can you just play it through you need to, to add feeling to it you need to add I mean you're playing the piano but you need I mean the best piano players and the best musicians are people who add feeling like, you know and how to put things they in take make things it away. softer make it um harder like make it you know what I mean like it, it's just you need to add dynamics and sometimes when I was learning the piano pieces I would play everything very like stagnant and the way it showed yeah 
And Janet would always be like, dynamics, dynamics. So that word's always stuck with me. But then also dynamics means like differences. And it means like, you know, it means, I mean, I could literally look up on Google what it means, which probably you guys can also do. But um, I mean, what I find interesting about that story is that it kind of relates to how you were feeling before you started. You felt stagnant. Yeah. And then it's like, you need to add more dynamics. And that's kind of what you did. Exactly. Starting a music career. Which is why it's such a, like, it is a pretty metaphor. I didn't even think, thought of it like that, but I, I, I have, every time I do think of it, I fi- kind of find a new meaning to why I named it Dynamics, and I just think it's such a pretty word, and I don't know, I just felt right to name it Dynamics, like I could not think of anything else to name it, and I think it makes a lot of sense because Dynamics includes growth, it includes everything, and I feel like the EP shows just like different, different, different genres, different genres, different sides, different moods different everything which is what dynamics are about like when people you know say like add more dynamics you know that i feel like my ep is a good representation of that so that's why i named it dynamics and i really really kind of like the name (laughs) i really like it too yeah i think it really fits um so obviously you're in the beginning stages of your career but in the last few months since you've started this whole wow journey what are some lessons that you've learned oh my god Oof. Um, well, okay. Most thing is organization and planning. And you've helped me so much with that because this girl does not like to plan anything or organize anything. And this has been a lot about doing meetings and, you know, it's just, I guess it with anything, it's like whenever you put your mind into something, you kind of experience what I'm experiencing now in the sense that you get you know, when you're doing something you actually like and put your effort into it, it's like adrenaline, but also like you want to perfect it and you get these feelings that I've never really felt with other stuff that I've ever done. So that, that, that I learned how to deal with that, but also learned so much. I mean, I learned, I, I, I learned how to work with a producer. I learned how to like, I don't even know, just so many, it's just, everything was new. So it's like everything, like the, just the process of writing and finishing a song and even just hearing myself recorded in a produced song was like what the heck you know like because mm-hmm. i never had that and i think you also learned how to be collaborative 100 percent. because you were very stuck in your ways and like doing things everything on yes own. guys i'm a taurus and i'm very stuck in my ways but i have you know i'm uh, this is helping me a lot because i've met so many people already that has all have also helped me and i am so happy that me putting myself out there and trying to do something has made me meet so many amazing people that I've met in the last few months whether I've worked with them or met them from people that I work with whatever it's just so many people so I've just learned so much and more importantly like learned to like believe in myself and know when I feel comfortable with something and when I don't and when I feel like something is right and when I feel like something can be better because even though this is like the first EP that I've ever done and I'm probably gonna look back at it and be like you know you know like that was my baby like it was you know like something that I did starting off like it's gonna feel like a beginner's thing probably I'm assuming um I still wanted it to hold up like enough you know like I wanted I I didn't want it to be like okay it's my first thing so like it doesn't have to be that good like no this was like I feel like this is the best that I could have made my first EP for not knowing anything you know like and i feel like it's just and about again growing starting with a producer who's also right in the beginning stages exactly of his so i just feel like yeah like that was i don't know like I, I learned a lot from doing all of that and knowing that just knowing like what I, I i just could handle what i could 
achieve and what I like and don't like and being more assertive too yeah. and more confident and it's just a lot of the stuff. areas that you need to work on yes probably. that too 100 percent. it's just it's just so much like i could be here sitting all day being like right. all the things i've learned in the last few months is there any one like anything very specific like maybe like one moment that you th- wish you could redo the entire process like maybe like one part of the song mm. like how you went about one certain thing or do you think that everything that you went through was important for oh my god um off the top of my head and you, you mean in terms of recording the, the maybe EP? in terms of recording maybe in terms of writing maybe in terms of like how you follow through with everything like just something hmm. about the entire like journey i don't know maybe just the timing of when i would like schedule my recording sessions like maybe could have been a little more like scheduled in the sense of like my, i took a lot of gaps in between when i was recording that i feel like i could have um done more um not done more like done um done it in a in a smoother way smoother way maybe but i don't think i would change that because it was like a it was like very like it was my process like i don't know like it was my first process i think maybe towards everything that i've learned now in terms of organizing and planning and writing and everything would probably i would just take that for my next project eventually but honestly i'm like it's, it's, it's the first thing I've ever done and I don't have anything to compare it to. I'm really proud of the way that I kind of handled it. Handled it. Honestly, I am. I am. I can't think of anything that I'm like, oh, like that didn't go well with this or whatever. Like, I think it was all part of the process in a good way. So, no. That's good. Yeah. Um, I, We already talked about this, but the EP has a bunch of different sounds, has a bunch of different elements. And... We talked about how that was a very discovery EP process for you. Like, it was a very big learning thing. That's why you wanted to go through with it. But now that you've gone through the process of writing and help with the production in terms of, like, direction, what do you... Do you have a certain sound? Do you have a certain, like... Oh, my God. Strategy that you want to go into for your next project? Whether Mm -hmm. it's a single or it's an EP or it's a full album? Girl, I have no idea. I think I still need to... I think once i start performing more i think that'll help me a lot to decide what i want to do next Mm -hmm. because right now yeah the songs are out and i have the body of work but i haven't performed them yet so right now at the stage i'm at i'm kind of like well i have ideas but really i think what will determine it more is whatever place i'm in when i want to start doing more music but also performing live and seeing what i feel more comfortable with when i am performing live and what i feel is more authentic to me so i honestly not really like some days i have moments where i'm like oh my god i want to have like a fully piano like based album because i think i always will want to do that because i love you know piano and i love softer songs but sometimes i'm like oh my god like i want to do more fun dance songs or more like just more fun pop songs so it's honestly like i'm still in a very like you know Right. discovery phase even though i i already have this out but obviously you know i'm still very much a beginner in this whole process so i do not know what um i don't know what i would and that's fine you know yeah. it is what it is uh so for the next time in the fog it, that was just not words that was not english in case anyone was wondering for the next segment of the podcast i thought we could play little song association they, oh my god uh, what's the i don't remember who does it on youtube but it's like a thing oh my god yes song association okay so we're gonna have 10 
seconds on the clock. Oh my god. Um, I, I did not know we were playing a, this. I literally have a quiz that opened that someone made with like 61 words. You're so lying. we're obviously not going to go through that, but I'm going to go through and be like, okay, this is the word we're doing. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. Oh my god. <laughs> Tihi, I guess. Can I open this full screen? I think I can. <laughs> I guess you, you can see the word. Oh, yeah. Actually, no. You I can see it. it. Yeah, you, you say it and I'll. I'll oh, gosh. So. The first word is love and start. Love? Oh, God. I love it when you call me senorita. I wish I ding, could ding, pretend. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they do that on the thing? Yeah, they do that on the thing. Oh, my All God. Right. Oh, my God. The timer literally went off. No words. Do you guys um, love Manu's iPhone Vigente by J Balvin ringtone? Yes, me too. Okay. Guys, this is Ratchet Song Association. You gotta get with it. Okay. Next one. <laughs> it's late. Oh my god, it's mi- it's midnight. <gasps> Why am I so happy awake right now? Huh? Happy Thanksgiving. Oh my god, happy Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is actually insanity. This is where my brain is at. We are fried. Okay. Oh my god. The next word is night starting in three, two, one. Oh my lord. Is it 15 seconds? I actually think it's 15. Is it? Oh my god. And the night sounds. I don't even know that song. I don't, I, there's a song, something like when the night. It's a band. You know what I'm talking about? When the night. I know. I can't, I can't even Oh my god, is it like Imagine Dragons? Oh my god, I don't even know. Guys, All right. I don't know. So, next Leave song. it in the comments below what song I'm trying to sing because I think it says night and I almost got that point. Okay, next song Next is, word, you next, mean? Next word is sweet. Three, two, one. Oh, sweet dreams are made of you. Who would have thought that's disappeared? Ding, ding, ding. I'm probably butchering the words. No, I think you're good. Everybody's looking for something. Okay. I'm All right. right. <laughs> uh, Sweet sure. Dreams by I don't know who, an 80s person. Sorry, guys. Don't remember who sings it. I'm trying to find another word that I want. Okay. Okay. The next word is phone. Three, phone. two, oh, God. one. I'm at a payphone trying to call home all of the plans I spent while on ding, you. Ding, ding. <laughs> Where has the time gone? Guys, this just says I don't know lyrics to songs, but okay. Oh, this one's so Pay easy. Payphone by Maroon 5. I think they say the name of the song. That's why I'm saying it. Not sure. This yeah. is so easy. You're going to get this. Okay. The word is one. One. One kiss is all it takes. I had to leave that one in. With me. Possibilities. I look like all you need. One, 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 one. <laughs> Dua Lipa, one kiss. Manu's best friend. Stop. <laughs> Dua, are you listening? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, ba da ba ba. What's the next word, Nate? Next word is forever. It's three, two, one. Is it gonna be forever? Or gonna go down in flames? You can tell me that it's over. Whoa. I know, that was hard. I was with the pain. Got a long way stomach slowers. They'll tell you I'm insane. Cause I got a blank space, baby. And I'll write your name. Blank Space by Taylor Swift. Alrighty, next song is Dangerous. 
Three, <gasps> two, one. Oh. I'm canting that song right now. It's late. Something about you. Feel like a dangerous woman. <laughs> something about, something about, something about your heart. All right. Okay. Next word is queen. Queen. Three, two, one. Oh my God. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Don't be a drag, <laughs> just be a queen. Whether you're broke or whatever it is, blah, 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 blah. You got it. I don't even know what song it is, but it's Lady Gaga. It's, it's, oh, it's born, born This Way. Yeah, Born This Way by Lady Gaga. Okay, wow. next one is... My brain is running The word is shoe. Shoe? Three, two, one, go. Shoe? Yes. You're killing me. I'm not. Shoe. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. I never heard that. I think there's a song called Shoe Fly, and it's like some American like kid song. Oh my god. Alrighty, the next song is... I don't know if that counts, but I'm counting it. Hair. Three, hair. two, one. Oh my gosh. I wear my hair back and forth. I wear my hair back and forth. I wear my hair back and forth. Willow Smith with my hair. I think we're going to do that three. That was such a bop. It was such a bop. I think oh we're going to do three more. It is such a bop. Three more. Okay. Three more. So it. the next one is light. Three, oh. two, one, go. Light. Yeah, the light. You're the knuller of my land. Something, something. You're the only something. Wow, oh my god. Can I see the words in front of Ellie Golding. Alrighty. Love me like you do? Yes. Next song is. Next word. Next, I keep doing that. Next word is honey. Three, two, one. Oh my god. Honey by Kalani. Does it say honey? Probably. I can't think of the words to that song. Oh my god. Honey. I shrunk the audience. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember how that song goes. Failure. Does it say honey? Sweet. Oh yeah, it does. Okay, whatever. I thought of the song. I just couldn't remember how the song went. Sorry. Alright, next one is Crazy. Three, two, one. Am I crazy? <laughs> Have I lost my mind? I think I might have. Honestly, I was gonna start singing "Crazy and Love" by Beyonce, but then I remembered my song "Say like Crazy." I was so. like, if she doesn't do her own song, like because in song association, you gotta do your own song. But I honestly was about to go. Come and look, it's so crazy right now. Okay, let's do one more, one more, one more, one more. Okay, the next word is woman. 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 Oh, woman. La 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 la. What woman? I'm so proud by of you right now. Harry Styles. Good job. Honestly, I thought of three songs, but I didn't want to do the other one, so I was like, think harder. Like <laughs> I thought of "You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman," and then I also thought of um something else. I thought of another song with "Woman." Oh, "Dangerous Woman," but I already sang it, so I was right. Like, you were like, I gotta move on. So I was like, oh my god, "Woman" by Harry Styles. So that was really fun. That you was killed fun. it. You only felt like I think like two or three. Mm. Shoe fly counted. I don't care. What okay, whatever. And so, I, I, last two questions that I have for you are like, so what's the next step? What what can people look forward to? Okay, well, looking forward to right now is my EP release party on December seventh. Um, I cannot stress how much I would love everybody to be there and how much 
effort I have put into this with Manu. Manu is my manager. She is my uh, other half of a human being. Like she is literally a part of my brain at this point. And we have worked really hard on doing a super, super cool party. Um, and I'm going to perform my songs for the first time. And I just think that it's going to be fun. And we've, we've worked really hard to try to make it a really fun party. And I really, really, really want other people to, to come and just honestly like if you don't even like my music like still come because there's a lot of fun things to do like we we made it really fun for everybody so um but also if you like my music come obviously and um yeah i just i'm really excited for that i'm performing for the first time i yeah so that, that's like the main thing i can think of right now and then in terms of next year i i have no idea but that's like the honest truth but i really want to start performing i'm going to start performing in different places i guess stay tuned on my social media i'll announce where i'm performing and i guess you can see there where you can go see me and hopefully i get to perform in a lot of cool places next year and who knows what i'll have in after that that's my new that's my plan for next year so far that's amazing i am so excited to see you perform yes uh, you gotta book me my shows. My God, excuse me, I'm not an agent. <laughs> nor do I want to be an agent. I think that's something I've learned in the last six months. I don't want to be an agent. Good. You know what you like and what you don't like. It ain't for me. I prefer this. I like the creative stuff. Of course. Agency doesn't give you that. But no. whatever. Um, with with this all said, I'm very excited for what's uh, what's next to come for you. I'm excited to be there on that journey with you. And I guess the very last and most important question is, where can people find your music? Oh my gosh. Okay, well, um, if you own a cellular phone and a streaming service, you can find me on any of them. Um, Apple Music, iTunes if you still buy your music, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, Google Play. What are all of those? All of them. Literally anywhere. You can even look it up on YouTube. If you search my name and dynamics, it'll come out on YouTube. So it's literally accessible pretty much anywhere that you find music in the 21st century. Let's do a little Instagram plug right now. Yes. And also my Instagram is all my, all my socials are Lakami Music. So L-A-C-A-M-I Music. Um, my Instagram, my Twitter, and I don't think I have any other socials. I have Facebook, but um I, that's literally just my actual name so um yeah so basically instagram is where you're gonna see everything that's what i use the most to post on so yeah just um keep in touch there and see where i'm going very excited it's really cool all right really well, weird but cool i want to thank everyone that has my clicked on the podcast <laughs> hashtag tiktok <laughs> I want to thank everyone that has decided to go ahead and listen to the podcast who has supported Gami, who has supported me as yes, I've helped you. Gami with everything because it, it's meant a lot to us. Oh my God, literally This has been our post. life for like four months specifically because of the party and it's been a lot and that's why I think we're being so neurotic like people coming because like, I don't mm-hmm. think you guys get the scale of this event. Like we're we're like blowing this out of proportion like we're doing a really like we're maybe event. kind of crazy for even we're very crazy that's why my song says it i want everybody to know the truth about me i said am i crazy have i lost my mind and the answer is yes when you look at this party you'll be like these two girls also don't, i just want to say don't, don't one more it. thing Alrighty. um i want to thank everyone who has thus far streamed 
bought like shared my music everything like every single one of you who have reposted when i have new releases on random days like i like every single one means something to me like i don't take it for granted like i don't take any of the posts or anybody's support for granted at all so thank you thank you thank you thank you that's like one of the most important things for an artist that's starting off to just have people share and support and repost my music like and you know like my events anything that i do it means so so much um i'm only one person and no matter how much i try to promote i can't do it by myself so thank you thank you thank you so much to everybody who has reached out and sent me just like just like made me feel like i am actually doing something good so thank you so much i really wanted to say that and yeah thank you for tuning into the podcast um share with people i guess if anybody wants to know more about my journey and the songs and anything else just share it with them because i think this is where we're gonna have the most um in like you know where people are gonna learn the most about it so i agree all righty well thanks for tuning in guys and we're bye have we're a out. great thanksgiving <laughs> yes all right bye bye